Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about a group of high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name is Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign's dungeon master, and we're finally back with Woo! my friends, my players, and my brave little soldiers. Um, <laughs> crap. I think I might have used that one last have, time, but, I, but it's okay. I really don't remember at this point. I it's like been being so a long. Brave little soldier. You are a brave little soldier. I would oh, like to be a weak little soldier. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> well, you're also kind of weak, so yay. We can all be what we want to be. Uh, well, hi. I'm I'm Brandon. I'm Brandon Lindsay, hi, and I Brandon. play Cecil McNamara. Hi. Yeah, you do. Today's question: If you were locked in a room or if you got the chance to be locked in not locked you're not trapped if you got the chance <laughs> to like you know hang out with one celebrity or influential person for one night who would it be the, the dead mm. or alive does that have to be alive uh d- yeah dead or alive oh that oh. changes things yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah boy can we choose one dead one alive <laughs> No. no, that's not the question. It's, it's one. It's one question. Yeah, but it's, it's we already gave you a dead person. It's a Andy. different situation because if you're in a room with a an alive person, you could potentially become fr- friends with them. But if it's a dead person, like obviously they just stay dead. My favorite part of this podcast is Andy overthinking absolutely everything. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, funny. That's my least favorite part of everything. <laughs> Uh, fun caveat, if you choose dead person, they're actually just dead. Like, <laughs> you're actually no. just chilling in a locked yeah. room with a dead person. It's, yeah. yeah. I think for for Cecil, I think it would probably be... Oh, shoot. I didn't... I thought I had one, but... Uh-oh. You asked the question. I did. I did. And now I'm panicking. <laughs> Lord. Um, There's lots of sports people. Yeah. They're, uh, probably one of his namesakes, Cecil Rhodes. Mm, yeah. He would like to talk to Cecil Rhodes, I think, because it was a namesake. And he just would kind of find that interesting. He's a little bit of a history buff, and he's really interested in the histories of uh, the African continent and colonization. And I think at some point he might like to, I don't know, maybe pursue that. Pursue what? Pursuing colonization? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the exploration of colonization and how it's what? affected our society. Not exploring uh, different opportunities to colonize. He's, you know, uh, he's not like that at all. Oh, my God. Can we can we start over? No, no, absolutely not. We've gone too far. We can't turn back now. Okay. Hi, my name is Andy Deinhart. I'm the voice of Victoria Hightower. I'm, it's going to be Louisa May Alcott. That's who it's going to be. Um, she would go with a British author. Austin feels like the cliche choice, but she wants to speak with like a female authoress. So I think if she could sit down with anyone, it would be her because there was something so something so real in Louisa May's Alcott uh, in her novelizations and, and how she could have gone more of the fantasy route, but spoke more from a very real place in her experience. And I think that's daunting for Victoria. So she'd want to speak to someone who wrote from the heart and wrote reality. I think that might be the most stressed Andy is for this entire it's, session. It's, it's tough. <laughs> she's Here's holding my dollar her face. For the therapy <laughs> jar here. She's shrinking away. Yeah, Shrink that's definitely that a dollar in. in the therapy jar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My name is Daniel Grisco and I play <laughs> Brian Tolkien for the sake of this podcast. Oh boy. I do not know the name of the person that Brian would want to do this with, but I do know their title. Um, it is the the primary judge of the um, 2019 National Spelling Bee um, <laughs> because 
In 2019, the National Spelling Bee technically had eight winners for the first time in the history of anything. It ended in an eight-way tie because the judges ran out of challenging questions for the contestants. And Brian thinks that this is an absolute disgrace to the way that spelling bees <laughs> should be run in our country. And he would like to have a conversation with the primary judge. How does she come up with this shit? <laughs> it's truly such a reflection of Brian's character that everyone else is like, man, I really admire this person. I want to get to talk with him. And Brian's like, I'm using this for fucking spite and I will burn them to the ground. <laughs> I just, I just I have, want to have a conversation. Yeah, Such exactly. a perfect characterization. Um, oh my God. And, and my name is Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign's dungeon master. Um, I'd probably have to say Anthony Birch, uh, the, the yeah. DM for Dungeons and Daddies. The original Oh my god, just brilliant as a storyteller and seems like such a fun, interesting person. And I could pick his brain for hours on just the aspects of storytelling and improv and collaboration and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I would be big time fanboying. <laughs> I respect that so hard. That's awesome. Honestly, I, w I would be a fly on the wall for that conversation. It would be really awkward, though, because I would have to explain how, like, the first, like, five or six sessions of my game is basically just a copy and paste of Dungeons and yeah. Daddies. <laughs> so Listen. that'd be really awkward dealing with the copyright issue. And The uh, ultimate compliment yep. or the ultimate yep. flattery is, is um, what's the, what is the phrase? Mockery? Andy, help me out. I thought it was mockery. Imitation is the greatest one. Imitation! We did it! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Last session on D Hall and Dragons, the students continued their defense of the Sweet Court Castle by hopping atop giant animal steeds and flying to the top of a tower to do battle with a maniacal goblin druid and the giant peep it had under its control before they both toppled the structure. The group took it both out with some wrestling-esque maneuvers, Fritz suplexing the peep off the side to keep it occupied, while Victoria full-on form-tackled the druid before reappearing with a nifty use of the Dimension Door spell. The battle continued as the peep returned from its mid-air skirmish, and after a well-fought battle, Cecil landed the finishing blow. As they returned to the courtyard to verify the status of the Kate Gollum's repairs, Colonel Lollyhop spotted a circle of mages out on the battlefield, preparing some sort of ritual around a pile of gelatin. In a desperate attempt to halt their efforts, the students rode out into the field to defeat the mages, but were unable to stop the ritual as they summoned an enormous gummy owlbear with the mysterious gray ooze coursing through its veins. The gang did their best to halt its advance, and as things started to look grim, Karlik and the bakers finished their work on the cake golem, and he joined them in battling the enormous beast. As they combined their efforts, they felled the oozing cursed monster and eliminated the last spark of fight in the gingerbread goblins, and as they fled the battlefield, Lollyhop invited the students into the castle for an audience with Ariel, Queen of the Sweet Court. And that's where we are now. So you guys have made your way back across this battlefield as you walk through the remains of fallen gingerbread goblins and these frogmen that are carrying their felled comrades uh, back to medical tents to be healed and those sorts <laughs> of things, you make your way back to the moat and cross over the, uh, the drawbridge as the cake golem is already starting to help with repairs as well, uh, taking giant chunks of the wall and like putting them back as bakers are filling in like fondant and icing to get it all stuck back together and you walk through the courtyard and finally into the interior of the castle itself it appears to be a lot of that similar sort of peppermint chocolate bark 
walls and the halls are a bit more windy and not quite as like a straight grid formation. And uh, Lollihop is kind of pointing out different um, paintings and stuff to you guys. Uh, what what are we laughing about right now? Nothing. 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 What do we got the giggles? No, if we tell you, you're going to be sounded, mad at us. No, no, no well, you got to no. tell me. You, you got to tell me. You said porning, and then no. you said I pointing. Did, ah, damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Clean take. My mouth isn't working right now. No, it's okay. Um, we love you. You're killing it. <laughs> I can see it in my mind's uh, eye. Tomato lollipop, you know, does a little bit of porn on the side. It yeah, there, there's a few pictures that are like a little bit graphic, and lollipop's like, oh, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't look, don't at, look at those. Uh, <laughs> we're still under renovation. <laughs> yeah, there's like tape cro- um, covering up parts of it. <laughs> uh, um, don't mind and, that. That's uh, just the orgy room. Don't mind that. Don't. <laughs> Oh god! Hey, frog no. orgy. Oh, jeez. I don't want to know. We're really going off the rails. How many other like attendants are there that are like just you know working in the castle, or like are like are, are we passing by? Yeah, yeah. There are a few that are kind of going back and forth. Again, a lot of their efforts are being directed towards repairing the the castle and everything. But there's definitely a few that are just kind of like entering rooms, exiting rooms, and going about their own business i mean it didn't seem like these guys knew that they were under attack they didn't realize until we showed up that they were under attack sure but i guess i'll say this to to lollyhop as well is queen ariel really that out of it that y'all didn't know he seems rather embarrassed about it but he's like well again a lot of our uh attention has been geared towards the queen recently as i've said she's been not quite herself the past few weeks or so Neither was Titania. Like, I was gonna say, it's not the first ruler we've encountered in this area. Does she have a spouse? No, no. She is a, a, a solitary queen. Yes, queen. And our beautiful matriarchal ruler. Uh, fight the <clears throat> patriarchy. Okay, okay. Down respect, with the men. <laughs> also, colonizing's bad. I just wanna... Uh, I'm gonna reiterate oh that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, like, Brian, like, inches over and, like, elbows Victoria and goes, Do you hear that? It's your people. <laughs> Wait, what? Because... Down with the man. Sure. Great. Yeah. I mean, there are male feminists. No, I know. I, I know I am one. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I, Yeah, cool. me too, actually. I'm, mm-hmm. I know. I just... Saying that after Brian said it doesn't seem... And, yeah, I did, I did it, say it, it, it first. Valid, but that's okay. But on, that's the, okay. on the scheme of, of feminism, like, I'm, I'm... Brian, like, I don't hate men. I didn't say you did. I wouldn't you think that. You said, like, that. fuck the patriarchy, you know, like, yes, well, like, yes, yeah. but, like, I don't hate guys. I like guys. I, I, I personally would not want to be a single queen, because that is um, an awesome personal choice, but, uh, but not one I but would make. Victoria, but, Victoria, you are a single queen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm here to support. Mm, I'm gonna- Thanks. As we're walking, I'm going to pull Brian back a couple steps. Yeah, Victoria's <laughs> walking forward. <laughs> Brian, what the fuck, bro? That was super awkward. I know. I just, as soon as I said it, I was on the track and I couldn't like derail it because then it would look like I wasn't invested anymore. And it was hold just. Hold up, hold up. You've been super different the last couple days. I know. It's, uh, yeah. Hey, Colonel Lollyhop, I got a question. Brian runs for <laughs> Uh, Cecil stands there for like a solid 20 seconds just really confused at this emotional display 
after this baffling conversation, um, <laughs> you make your way through the kind of windy passageways and up to the entrance of the throne room that isn't really even there's not like a door to it it's just kind of an open archway that is almost made of like twisting branches uh with strings of cotton candy that are kind of coating the top well no wonder that's a huge loss prevention issue you'd put doors on shit so that things don't get stolen well Queen Queen Ariel prefers a bit more of like an open layout kind of sure, a like I get it, like concept, um, you know, absolutely kind of a come and go as and, you please. But I wouldn't say it screams things are secure and don't steal my shit. We've never really been that worried about that True. sort of thing before, you know. We're True. it's the castle, and so it's kind of expected that people aren't going to just make their way in. Although, unfortunately, it did happen. May I ask how how long ago did that occur? Um, it's been a, a couple of weeks. Was that the same for Titania? Was it a couple of weeks or was it longer? I think it was a couple of weeks. It was a couple of weeks. We need to look and see if we can find more of that. That Sour Patch Kids yeah, candy stuff. Yeah, basically the citric acid. We should see if there's more of that around. Karlik nods his head as he goes, <laughs> yeah, that all sounds really smart. Uh, and, and I'm also here. You so, that oh, down, that's right. right Hi, Karlik. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, um, just uh, had to do a few things, well, so I, I caught up with me, you guys. Carlick, what? remind me, how long had, what was the hand's fake name? Miss V? Miss V. Yeah. Ugh, still, it makes me so mad, don't steal my name. How long had Miss V and her henchmen peeps been in your town? That would have been like a couple months, right? They first showed up about a month ago. Oh, that's what a month. Okay. She's kind of been coming and going uh, with other things that she's been dealing with. At least that's what she told the town. Would you say uh, like a couple of weeks ago, there was a longer period where she was uh, Showed up a month ago, left, and then was, you know. No, I mean, it's again, it's just kind of been like oh, she's there for like a yeah. few days, leaves, and then yeah. comes back like a few days later. We're literally but, in a place where time works differently than where we just came from, and that place works differently than where we're from, and thus we're all fucky-wucky time-wise. You do remember that the orange stone that you have was showing different times. Yes. So we see Forgotten Fields and... Yeah, you see that Forgotten Fields, it's saying it's about one in the morning. And for the cafeteria, it's saying it's like uh, like two in the afternoon. And date-wise, you're seeing that you're about a day ahead in the cafeteria compared to when you left Forgotten Fields. That's helpful, at least, because technically from Forgotten Fields, we've only been in the cafeteria through the pantry, maybe a couple of hours. And as you guys finish this conversation, Lollyhop, who left a, a couple of minutes ago, comes back to you guys under the archway and says, uh, the, the queen will see you now. All right. Here we go. As you walk in, he pulls out a little hand trumpet and plays a little, <laughs> uh, plays a little bit of a reverie. Uh, <laughs> he says, introducing the heroes of the Battle of the Sweet Court Castle, Cecil, Victoria, Brian, and Carlick, Queen Ariel, here they are. Uh, <laughs> and he like bows very, very low. And you guys walk in and you see 
again a very open natural room it for a second you almost think you stepped back into the swamp that you were in earlier there's like trees growing up from the ground and like strings of licorice vines from the ceiling and like cotton candy bushes and even like a few pools of like maple syrup and that sort of thing you even see a couple of like gummy worms like crawling along the ground and you walk in and you hear from the other side of the room Oh, hey, what's up? And you see on a chocolate bark throne, this short woman, actually, um, she seems to be pretty young. She seems probably about like Carlick's height or even a little bit shorter. And she has just this shockingly pink and blue neon hair with like really big pigtails on either side. One is like a bright pink and the other is bright blue. And uh, she wears this large red petticoat dress with all these frills and just like very lacy. Lolita-esque. Yeah. And is just like lounging in this throne and kind of like twirling a little candy cane. And she goes, hey, oh my God. So nice to meet you guys. Uh, I'm Ariel. How, how are you guys doing? How are you? I'm a little, a little beat up, but okay overall. Oh man, that sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. You know, you have a giant peep problem. What giant? Well, I have some peeps, but there, I don't have any giant. And like, as she says this, you see a couple of peeps like poke out from her hair that have just like nested in there. Like, oh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, yeah, Lollyhop told me uh, about all you guys did. Um, thank you so much. Really glad that, uh, the castle hasn't been destroyed. So that's like, that's a big win. Yeah. So, uh, what, what brings you guys to the sweet court? I look to Victoria and Brian and I'm, I'm, I'm gauging who wants to helm this little, this little conversation. Victoria is like, has crossed her arms and is kind of like bouncing her foot and just like, I hate these kind. (laughs) They're so annoying. Victoria's having flashbacks to every girl that she grew up with in California. She's ever talked to. I'm going to like pull y'all in for for a quick little huddle. God, she's... Yeah, she seems like she's really out of it. She's a queen and she doesn't know what the fuck is going on in her own kingdom? All of you guys roll an insight check. Dirty 20. Seven. 11. Okay. Yeah, Victoria, you're still kind of blinded uh, by your rage towards this and, and Brian's uh, Brian's just marveling uh, at a, a strong female queen uh, but Cecil you can see that the room is kind of in disarray as you look closer mm-hmm. some of the vines seem to be like going a bit rotten and some of the trees are bowing over uh, and you kind of get the sense that similar to Titania's situation the power that Ariel holds is connected to her weapon and that without it, she has a bit of trouble keeping control over the realm as a whole, but also her own personality. She's very indulgent. Very apathetic. What's the player who wants to... And I feel like I've got a decent read on her. Cecil, I, th- I think take it away, my man. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I hold my new staff... And uh, I'm going to take a step forward. And as I do, I'm casting Disguise Self. I'm going to transform my look just a little bit. Instead of the ascot, what was normally around my neck, in its place, an illusory cape of foliage appears. Oh, What's normally just like, you know, a white button down that is covered in uh, 
gore. Gingerbread Sugar viscera. <laughs> yeah. It turns into this uh, dark robe that kind of goes all the way to the ground. I'm going to make my eyes kind of glow this this vibrant green and his hair doubles in length and has these like ribbons of vine and uh, florals just kind of like embedded. And I'm going to take a step forward with the staff. Queen Ariel. Yeah? You've lost something, haven't you? Oh, yeah. My, um... My short bow went missing. Your short bow went missing. Yeah, I just kind of disappeared a few weeks ago, so I've just kind of been, you know, I've been without that. So that's been a bummer. How did you know? How did you know about that? I know a lot more than you think, Queen Ariel, and we're here to get it back. And I'm going to walk right up to her. Ooh, give me a, I'll say a raw charisma check. Okay. (laughs) That's a natural 20. Whoa! Shut up! Just glides up the steps. For a 22 total. Hell yeah. You start to approach and like some of the frogs stand in your way, but Ariel kind of waves them away and she seems like, she seems a little bit taken with this disguise that you currently have on. My eyes flare as the the frogs look at me, almost daring them to behold. (laughs) Behold? They kind of back off a little bit. No, 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 don't let him, let him... Let him approach. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's been better, Queen Ariel. Ah, oh, tell me about it. The duties entrusted to you as the ruler of this realm have fallen by the wayside. But, like, it's so boring, you know, having to deal with that kind of stuff. It's like, I've just been kind of, like, rediscovering myself. Kind of resting and figuring out. The natural world is falling apart and you are resting? Just been taking some me time. Me time. Okay. <laughs> Who took your short bow? That's the thing. I don't know. Came into the throne room one day and I was gonna, you know, do some like boring business queen stuff of, you know, looking after the kingdom and blah, 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 blah. And I came in to, you know, grab my short bow because I always keep it on me uh, when I'm doing my work and it just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I usually kept it over there and she points to like a little dais that's uh, a couple feet away from the throne. I just, like, grab Brian's arm and we kind of, like, yeah, we, we, yeah. scuttle over there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, the two of them and Carlick kind of make their way over to the dais. Mm-hmm. Andy, roll me, uh, I guess, okay. an investigation check. Yeah. Natural 20 for 23. Good lord. Yeah. We're out of roll tonight. Yeah, you look around this dais and similar to the area that you saw back in the Salty Court Castle, you see some remnants of this citric acid kind of sprinkled around the um, the dais. I'm gonna take um, like a leftover trail mix baggie that I stole from Cecil and scoop some <laughs> up and put it in there. <laughs> yeah, you get a kind of a mix of like some chocolate that's on the yeah. ground mixed with some of the citric acid. Oh yeah, you want to check it out? It's a really nice little placeholder that, that I had made for it. I lean over to Brian and I go, I, I saw a performance of The Tempest once, but it was like a really shitty middle school production and their Prospero was like severely lacking. You know, they went with like the girl route, which is a cool choice, but like she just wasn't strong enough. Is that what he's going for? Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. There have never been any good productions of The Tempest. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Uh, Brian, you get a point of inspiration for yes. that. <laughs> oh man, that made me very happy. Speaking as someone who's played Ariel, 
Yes, that's <laughs> true. The limit does not exist. <laughs> no. I am going to turn my attention back towards Ariel. My eyes are going to flare again, and I'm going to say, here's what's going to happen, Queen Ariel. You are the ruler of this land. But I speak for the trees. Oh, shut up. Oh my up. god. I will help you return your shortbow to you. But whatever power you have, I strongly encourage that you summon it. Your world is in peril. Your people need you. And I'm going to touch her forehead, and I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration. And as I'm doing this, I'm going to say, please, anything you can remember about the day that your short bow was stolen. Oh, tell me. Bro, what a move. Okay, okay. First, I want you to give me a persuasion check. I'll say with advantage. I'm also going to uh, roll for wild magic because that was the second level. Yes. 15. We're good. Cool. Okay. And then uh, persuasion. Yeah. I'll say first roll me a persuasion check. Ooh. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, That was a three or a 19. So persuasion. (laughs) That is a 21 for persuasion. Okay. And then I want you to make me either a medicine or a nature check. Let me do medicine. That's uh, 26. Wow. Okay. So as you do this, she's again like lounging in this chair. Her eyes are kind of like fluttering a little bit. Like she almost looks like she's about to take a nap. And as you touch her forehead, you cast this spell. And with a 26 um, for your medicine, the lesser restoration that you cast, it's not strong enough to cleanse her entirely of this. Sure. But I'll say with that high of a medicine check, you cast this spell and you almost feel a similar presence to the graham cracker animals that you met earlier today and that gummy owl bear that you fought recently. Mm-hmm. This curdling rank feeling within her body. But as you cast this spell, you see her eyes clear ever so slightly and she sits up a bit taller. Thank thank you. Um, I'm sorry. My, my memory's quite foggy. And I'm still really, really tired. Um, hold on, but, hold on, hold on. Stay there. Stay with me. Stay with me. I, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. like holding her face at this point. <laughs> um, she looks in your eyes and she goes, I, I don't, I don't remember a lot about that day. I think I remember one of the attendants mentioning seeing someone in the throne room that they didn't recognize but they didn't get a, a clear enough look at them. This person where they... Uh, d- tall, short, even smallest of descriptions will help. Um, I think they were tall and, and, and lithe. That's good, that's good. But the attendant couldn't tell anything really specific. They were wearing, like, a long cloak. Their face was covered. So I don't... I'm not entirely sure. Oh, God. And you see her eyes kind of flutter again, and then she slouches back in her chair, and you see this kind of lethargic uh, personality has taken back over. Oh, God. Sorry, what were we talking about? Hi! Hey! Oh, my God! God, it's been so long since I've got to have some girl talk. I know, right? Same here. Like, I'm just traveling around with these, like... (laughs) 
dude bros. Those man. crazy so guys. Oh my god. Oh, I know, right? They're Girl, just, you like, are a queen. Nose. Thank you. You're a queen too. You are serving. You are absolutely oh serving god. right now. No, girl, look at you. That patchwork robe. Oh, it's oh, amazing. Thank you. I know. It's Such like I thrifted it. Can you believe that? You Isn't thrifted even, like, that? So oh my better? god. Oh, I, I need to send an attendant to a thrift. I, I haven't been thrifting yeah. in so long. Oh, girl, we should go shopping. We should. Thrifting, we should shopping. go shopping. We should go like get some bubble tea. We should spill the tea. Is there a lawful goodwill nearby? (laughs) That's uh, inspiration for Cecil. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'll see myself out. That was incredible. Yeah. So actually I did want to spill the tea a little bit because like I'm kind of new here. Girl, welcome. Welcome. Oh my God. Um, we've just been like traveling through the courts, like sightseeing, like doing all the fun tourist shit. Yeah, love that. Yeah, and so like we've only been, we've only been to the sour court so far. No, sorry, salty court. I was about to say you started off in the sour co- wild. Right, like, I know that's that would like be how crazy. It was, but like but salty court, you know, it's like it's kind of a base way to okay. start. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like, you're in the sweet you know, court now, so that's like exactly. So tell me about a little bit about the other courts. Like, I don't know. Are they chuggy or are they like cool? What? (laughs) Uh, It kind of depends. I mean, like, spicy court's pretty cool. Like, I I get along pretty well with my brother there. You know, Puck's like, he's he's a bit of a wild card. He can kind of... Oh my god, I bet he throws the best parties. He is fun at parties, absolutely. But, you know, he's like... Sometimes he's a little bit hard to read. He sometimes kind of goes off and does his own thing. But like, mm. I still kind of vibe with the spicy court. We we haven't gotten to see each other a lot recently, but like, we have our Aww. ways of getting of like keeping in contact and that sort of thing. Oh my god, girl, take a trip. Like, yeah, I mean, take maybe, some time maybe, off. maybe someday soon. Maybe I was gonna say your um Colonel Lolly Hop. Like, just put him in charge for like a long oh, weekend god, or Lally, something. Lolly Hop in charge. Oh my <laughs> god, that would be hysterical. Wouldn't that be so oh, cute be to so... like see you? Like, He'd just oh be sitting gosh. on the throne with like a little, so like, a little tiny frog oh crown. God. Oh, that'd be hella cute. The spinoff for this show is just you two <laughs> doing a talk radio style, but it's this. <laughs> it's <Yes>. just this. <laughs> Okay, great. So we know bro is cool. Definitely going to go hit him up next. Oh, you should. What about... I've heard weird things about Queen Mab. Oh, God. My sister can be such a wet blanket sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, her and both... Like, both her and Titania, I I always, like, joke they're, like, two sides of the same coin. But, like, don't ever tell Titania I said that because she would (laughs) hate my guts. But um, it's been a long time since I've seen Mab. She's kind of a recluse. Hmm. It's been, like, years since she's let other people into her kingdom. Yeah. It was, like, years ago. There was, like, some whole big thing that she dealt with that she was like I'm done with everyone else and I'm just gonna do my own thing I'm gonna close off my borders and whatever but you know she's always been kind of a crafty one up to her own schemes and like I love that about her Mm. if I'm being honest because like like, she does come up with the best plans oh Mm. yes absolutely strong queens supporting strong queens but you know I haven't really seen her obviously at all in like a few decades if I'm being honest yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll just like <laughs> LOL break it. Just be totally you know? crazy. Just like <laughs> LOL. 
right? Rar XD random. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll just like break it. It'll just be like a wild summer. Wow. You know? Like, be, and, like oh, in a visa what a crazy way. Thing, what a crazy know? way to end your trip. <laughs> right. Well, XOXO, love you so much. Thank you. Talking. Oh my god, You're girl, the best, yes. Queen. Oh, stop, stop. And you know, if you are interested in mm-hmm. checking out the Spicy Court, oh uh, gosh, I yes. do have a bit of a shortcut to get to my <gasps> oh. brother, you know. Oh my god, you are just the best. Oh, you know, I oh gotta my hook god. my girl up. Gotta hook my uh, girlies up. I'm Absolutely. like, sorry I have to take these like lame ass boys with me. Uh, we should go but on But like, a you trip. know what? Someone has to lead them around, obviously. Uh, true. And hold all my bags and shit. Oh, uh, you know? of course. Like, of course. What they're good for. But yeah, if you want to like check out the spicy court, um, mm. you should you should ask for um my servant Hopscotch. She's super smart and um she knows the secret passage Ew. to get through. <gasps> so fun. So exciting. Absolutely. Oh my god, thank you so much, girl. Like girl, thank ah, you. It's been her, like, so long since I've gotten to just gab. Oh my god, she high fives you back. <laughs> All right. Well, toodaloo. Yes. Bye. bye. Hope to see you again soon. You too. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, mwah. Yes. Bye-bye. It's like, honestly, Victoria, that was as impressive as it was scary. It hurt. It hurt so bad. Do we maybe want to, like, rest before? Oh, yeah. Is anyone, like, still really banged up? I mean, I could use a good long rest. How about... We talk to Lollyhop and ask him to introduce us to Hopscotch after we get a nice long rest, and they can show us the quick route to the spicy court. Yeah, I think it's a great plan. Sounds good. I'm down for a shortcut. Also, yeah, I need just a bath after that conversation because that was disgusting. Yeah, so you guys find Lollyhop once more, and you fill him in on your plans, uh, and he goes, Hopscotch usually spends most of her time out in the gardens. I can inform her of uh, your situation, and um, you can meet up with her in the morning if you'd like awesome. yeah do we have a potential place to stay with you guys tonight uh yes we can find a some quarters for you to to rest in right this way and he leads you down a hall and uh brings you guys to a pretty nice accommodations and there's like a bathroom connected with actual water and not syrup and yeah, there's like a fresh change of clothes for you guys as well and uh lollyhop leaves you guys uh to go inform hopscotch and if there's anything you guys would like to do before you take a long rest what do the clothes look like yeah we've never gotten a change of clothes yeah this places. is really <laughs> exciting this is a game yeah, changer it's like is it a nice, soft, hairy cloth, like, white robe? What would you like can, the like, clothes hang- to look like? I'm more concerned with how they feel like, because, like, as far as durability, this place is surrounded by things made They're of actual clothes. candy. <laughs> They're <laughs> actual <laughs> clothes. Great. You're welcome. You guys are welcome to describe need the make of the clothes for yourselves. Really? I'm not going to waste time, Costume like, trying change? to improv clothes myself. That's so it, awesome. you guys, you guys can describe what you want it to be. Victoria definitely um, is going to change out of her little spaghetti strap dress. She is going to go for the, you know, the kind of pants and boots that equestrian individuals wear. Yes. That like really like high riding tall. Pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Riding pants. So she goes for more of that and like a flowier blue top and her white leather jacket. Brian, you want to go or? Uh, I mean, you, you I, I I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm not gonna lie. I so. Oh my god! Do you need Do you need help picking something out? I I listen. I have three pairs of jeans at home. They all match and are the same. I mean, they all look like this. Brian just looked at his jeans. Like they're all they're I mean, all the same you know, brand. Yeah, like, because I found well, yeah yeah like I found you, you pants buy multiples that are tall enough. Love it. Yeah. Right. Well, no, it's 
Oh, just that they were all on sale and um, the same color. And they're I, I have to be tall. The pants have to be tall. So my mom got them for me like three years ago. So I have these three pairs, and then I like I have my hoodie. Um, and really like, kind of miss my bucket hat. But if they had like a like a gift shop with like a like a sugary logo on a hoodie, that would be sweet. You find something exactly like that, Brian. I went to Sugar Court and all I got was this hoodie. It says, I met Queen Ariel on the front. And then on the back, it says, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely nailed yeah, it. Yeah, Victoria's going to go find a bucket hat. Yeah, you find like a similar to the color of like Ariel's hair, you find like a pink and blue oh, yes. uh, neon it's, bucket it's hat. It's an invertible. Yeah, you find that for Brian. Brian just kind of is swaying back and forth, real happy. <laughs> what about you, Cecil? Uh, he does try and find a a green, a dark green cape that goes off of his right shoulder, and just a simple shirt. Um, and then his leather armor and um, really nondescript pants and the comfiest boots he can find. Cool. Yeah, and Carlick finds um like a short sleeve brown button up shirt uh that he puts his apron over. Um, and a pair of boots and tucks his chef's cap back on. Yeah, this will work. Hey, we clean up real good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What would everyone have worn at prom? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, you're a junior. Yeah. Well, you got asked, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cecil, give me a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> also, bold of you to think he got asked. She's being nice. <laughs> Eleven. Oh. You guys definitely realize Cecil did not get asked. She pretends she didn't understand that. Brian Brian blatantly notices and is like, wow, <laughs> that's rough, man. Uh no, um, my, my parents actually uh we went out and we got uh this nice new ascot. We got it like I was gonna say yesterday. Yeah, it was a nice suit, kind of this um deep navy, you know, really well fitted, double breasted with the ascot and Man, I got some really tight tight pants. I, my ass looked great. <laughs> Brian looks confused. What about you, Brian? What were you going to wear? Oh, I don't know. I hadn't I hadn't decided if I was going to go yet. It was like the next day. Yeah, I I didn't, I didn't really have anyway. So I was I was probably if I was going to go tomorrow, I would wear these jeans and then my dad has this jacket and it's got a cool pattern on it. And the and the elbows are suede. Nice. I've got a good tie that you could probably use. Whenever we get back, you should come over to, to my. I'd like I've got a couple of ties that you could try. You could probably try on. I don't know how to tie a tie. No, 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 no. Like it's fine. It's super easy. I've gotten like pretty good at it. You know, I don't know if I'll go. I, that sounds like a lot of options. I think I probably just I'll stay home. Why? Because there's drunk drivers on the street for prom. My grandpa can take us. He can take us, and then he can pick us up, and he'll drive us all home. It'll be great. Brian just stares at the floor. We're both seniors, so we can invite anyone we want. Cecil, if your date decided not to go, you can come with one of us. Oh, awesome. I, I, I'd have to check with her. And then one of us will also uh, grab Brian's little sister and we'll have fun. It'll be great. Jenny could borrow one of my mom's dresses. Or one of mine. Jenny could use one of your dresses? Absolutely. What colors does she like? She likes purple and yellow. I have a beautiful yellow dress. 
I've got a cravat that would probably work really good with that too. Honestly, I think I was going to go with more of like a pantsuit kind of look. It would look so cool. Thanks. Yeah. I kind of had it laid out, but you know, I wasn't going to go to prom. Wait, what? Wait, you weren't? Yeah. I was going to drive down to Galveston or Porte or something or go to the beach. and You had it all laid out. You know, I wanted to keep my options open. Plus, I don't really didn't know anyone at school anyway. I mean, yeah, like people <laughs> knew me, but um, I got invited by a lot of people, but I turned them all down because I don't know them. It could be creeps. I don't know. So, but if we make it back in time, we should all go and we will. Time is different. So we're going to be home in like <laughs> blink of an eye. I hope so. Well, uh, I got a really cool staff I want to go check out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Cecil, yeah. it's so cool. Um, we can meet back up here tomorrow morning and then go talk to that person? Yeah. Okay. Aren't we all sleeping in the same room? Oh, I got. I asked for one with a view of the moat. If that's, if that's cool with you guys. Yeah, it's just yeah, been like, like I don't know. It's been a while since we've like, you know, had our own room, so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The beds are actually like pretty comfy. Why are, oh my God, they're stuffed with cotton candy. They're stuffed with cotton, yeah. That's why they're so soft. <laughs> and marshmallows. Are. Holy shit. She like is like tearing the up the mattress a little bit. The pillows are marshmallows. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a giant marshmallow. Um, yeah. Have fun in your own room, Cecil. All right. Bye, guys. Well, hang on. I, I put my poke my head down the hallway. Are there any like attendants or anybody out there? Yeah. All right. Hey, um, hey, I didn't know. I'm so sorry this last minute. I didn't know that we could request our, our own rooms. Um, and I was just wondering if I could do that. Sure. Okay. Is there bedrooms like ne- right next door to Victoria's? Yeah, there's like one across the hall. Okay, I would like the one across the hall if that's okay. Yeah, of course. No one's using it, so. Great. Thanks. And I'll walk back into Victoria's room. I'll be like, I didn't. I didn't want to be rude. I just. I thought you know, if Cecil wasn't no, in here and then I was yeah, in here, like that sure. would be weird, and we didn't need yeah, to no, do that. No, that's fine. Like that. honestly, so Carlin. <laughs> sorry, man. You get your own room too. Thing, and then they could just yeah, skip no, like he's right. It's like, right we've literally hall, been so living off of a van. Then it wouldn't be a problem. Okay. Cool. Across the hall, Cecil's down there. Carlin, do you want the like one next to me, and we can all just kind of like have our own? Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Great. So you guys all go to your separate rooms. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend an hour before I go to bed. I'm gonna spend an hour attuning to my to my staff. Cool. Nice. I'm gonna I have a little bit of that cornbread dirt, and I'm gonna create a little like circle, and uh, I'm gonna spend an hour with the staff right in front of me, just kind of meditating on it. Yeah, you spend some time, and you feel like this kind of sense of calm. It feels like this breeze drifts through the room, and it kind of rustles the leaves on the end of the staff. And as you put your hands on it, you feel this kind of coursing power through the staff, but also through your own body. And this sort of natural, earthy feeling uh, fills your body as you spend an hour attuning to the staff of the woodlands. Nice. Brian, is there anything you want to do? Are there any, are there any, is there any art on the walls in my room? Uh, yes, there is some very graphic frog pornography on your walls. <laughs> Solid callback. <laughs> well done. Okay, I'm gonna take the pillowcases off the marshmallows and hang them over the <laughs> cover up the, the frog. Art nice on the walls. Nice. Yeah, and Brian goes to sleep. Um, and Victoria, is there anything you want to do? Um, she'll probably just tinker with her shotgun and pistol and do like a nightly tune-up 
then she kind of just sits on the bed looking around the room. Well, that was the longest sleepover I've ever been into, so... Okay. And just tucks herself into bed. As you do, you hear this little voice in your head. No! Well, well, well. Alone again, huh? <sighs> yeah. Um, my friends don't seem to want to be around. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. You know, they just like, yeah, like, uh, Cecil kind of snores and Carlick's a kicker. So, like, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's nice to get some, some alone time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice work with the queen there earlier. Yeah, thanks. That was, wow, that was pulling from one place. Really nailing that two-faced ability, huh? Yep. Like a little chameleon blending in wherever you go. <laughs> it's a talent, I've been told. Hopefully you're able to keep it up. Should be a problem. Well, sleep tight. All by yourself. You too. Oh, don't worry. I'll be here. Okay, well, yeah, there you go. I'm So I'm not completely alone. Like, you're here. <laughs> don't worry. I'll always be here. Thanks, Lucas. And you, uh... Go to sleep with a bit of an uneasy feeling. <laughs> Not a restful sleep. Like a couple hours go by of just like tossing and turning and she like cannot fall asleep. So she gets up and she like opens the door and she just stands in the middle of the hallway looking at the doors that everyone else is behind. She like walks up to Brian's like she's going to knock and then decides not to and goes back to bed. Brian opens the door the second time that he hears her door open because he's like, is that somebody? No. And there's nobody out in the hallway, so he, he closes his door and goes back to bed. I open my door. <laughs> <laughs> Carlick's just standing out in the hall. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, Carlick, what's up? I mean, I keep hearing doors opening, so I was just figuring I'd check out what's going on, but... Victoria is listening against her. She goes, sorry, I was sleepwalking. Go to bed. Oh, Brian opens his door. What? Carly, did you say something? What? Me? No, I think I thought I heard someone was sleepwalking and doors were opening. Oh. So Carly, wait. Are hey, you... hey, Cecil. Oh, hey, Brian. Hey, I was going to. I, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know you were in this wing. I thought you were in another wing. Victoria, like, dishevels her hair and, like, <laughs> opens the door and is, like, rubbing her eyes. What's what's going on? Oh, sorry, Victoria. Did we wake you up? Yeah, we didn't mean to wake Carly's up. Carly's sleepwalking. Oh. No, I thought I heard someone else was sleepwalking. That's wait. why. Oh. I I also kind of had to use the bathroom, so, you know. Oh, your room doesn't have a bathroom? My room is a bathroom. Your room doesn't have a bathroom? Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I got the one without a bathroom, so. I've got the moat to pee in. I just opened the window. Dude, that's... That's awful. There's fish in there, man. Kind of weird. They literally... Yeah, dude, like, things live in there. public urination. You could get arrested for that, dude. That was a joke, guys, and I closed the door. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria just stands there looking at Carlick and Brian, because... Okay. Good night. Night. I want to do a perception check on whether or not I can tell something's off with Victoria. Uh, give me an insight check. Okay. It was a 22. So when her door closes, Brian goes back to his bed and he grabs one of the marshmallows and one of the sheets 
and he walks into the hallway and he puts it down outside of Victoria's door and he just he he goes to sleep in the hallway outside of Victoria's door. You hear her crying. Okay. Yeah, you uh go to sleep outside of Andy's actually crying. Victoria's door and uh Brian, you wake up in the morning and Carlic is standing over you. <laughs> Yo, you okay, dude? <laughs> yeah, I just have you seen this carpet? It's pretty nice, not gonna lie. If you look really close at it, it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not even candy. It's made with the paper that, like, those sticky dots come on. Dude, oh my god, you're right. Like, look at this. Like, you could see where the dots were. Victoria's door opens. She goes, my floor is actually made of those, like, gum wrappers that had the zebras on them. Whoa. Such an interesting design concept. I know, it's like the... It's a lot of recycling. So uh, should we should we meet up with this hopscotch? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go knock on Cecil's door. Once that guys, you heard the window slam shut. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> the door. Hey guys. Yeah, you've killed Danielle. Oh my gosh. Show, don't tell. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys all get together and um, you make your way to where Lollihop told you the gardens were. While they're walking there, Victoria pulls out the bag of citric acid and goes, hey, so you made really good use of this last time, Brian. Um, it looks like I'm handing you a baggie of drugs. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Yeah. So um, listen, Victoria, I know that you had a, a hard talk with the queen yesterday, but I just want to be totally honest. I don't think that it's a great idea for us to resort to things like this. And when you say I made good use of it last time, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. I don't partake of these things. You burned it, the cotton candy. Oh, is this citric acid? Yes. Oh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. And I pull it out and I sniff it a little bit and then I put it in my pocket. It has just a little bit of like chocolate flaking. So it's like a really weird combo because it's not like a nice like Sour Patch Kid like gummy fruit kind of thing it's strange that's fine i always preferred the sour patch watermelon anyway Mm. have you tried the strawberry ones no my family can't afford it and brian just keeps walking Uh, so you guys make your way to the garden and uh you where's the therapy jar man see that there's a pretty squat frog person from the back you see sort of a worn bluish cloak hanging around their neck and they seem to be kind of doing some care for some of the plants, pruning and that sort of thing. And as you guys approach, uh, she turns around and you see this short little pink frog person with these Coke bottle glasses and a little pair of hedge clippers. Oh, hello. I have a quick question. Are the hedge clippers sized to the frog or to the hedge? Oh, yes. No, they're sized to the frog. Okay, great. Just wanted to be sure. They basically look like bonsai clippers. Love it. She's like a foot and a half tall. She's so short. We're told by the queen herself that you might be able to help us with a little bit of a trip. Oh, yes, yes. Are are you hoping to uh, travel to the spicy court? We are. She sent you a handy dandy little shortcut. Yes, yes. uh, Actually, the path lies uh, here inside of the gardens. She indicates. And as you look, it seems to be kind of almost like a hedge maze uh, that goes pretty, pretty far. It looks kind of like an optical illusion where you can't really tell quite how big this thing is 
I I am the the keeper of the pathway, um, and oh. I can guide you through to the the best of my ability. Do you have like a since you're like the groundskeeper, like kind of you know a proxy? Um, do you have like a map of it? No, there is no map. Um, but I do have clues that I can give you to traverse the maze. It is up to you to be able to make your way through. We can't just let anyone through such a powerful passageway. Yeah, sounds good. You said clues? Yes. Come, come right this way. And as she starts to guide you in, the hedges start to enclose you guys. You're almost in like a bit of a natural park at this point. As you're walking, you start to hear like shifting around you guys and you get the sense that the maze is starting to rearrange itself as you walk through and you make your way to a four-way split. Uh, There's the way that you just came in from, from the south, and then there's a pathway to the north, to the east, and the west. As you are walking with me, I, I can give you clues as to the way to take, but taking the right way is up to you. And she pulls out a little piece of paper. Ah, yes, for the first one. <clears throat> Creating me is easy, you know. Mix nut of hazel and sweetened cocoa. And then she rolls up the little piece of paper and tucks it away and then kind of walks over into a corner and just observes you guys. Nut and hazel and sweetened cocoa. Talking about Nutella? North. Yeah. Because Nutella starts with an N and so does North. Well, it's, it's North, but it ends with an E, which could be for East. Nutella definitely Nutella. ends Wait. with an A. With but an that's a. really <laughs> good idea. <laughs> Nutella. I meant to say there's an E in there, but my That's worse. That's worse. That... There is okay, okay, okay. But like does hazelnut uh, or cocoa from a specific region that would be northwest or east? Um, I mean cocoa is like a Central American thing. A what? Sorry. Right. Fair. Yeah, but that's Regions not gonna have context. Different. Yeah, totally. yeah, it's not gonna have context here. Alright, so I I say we just give north a shot. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Could you repeat the question? Creating me is easy, you know. Mix nut of hazel and sweetened cocoa. It does rhyme. Just just for funsies. So the amount of letters, if you go clockwise all the way around um, like a compass, you end up with south. If you count that many. Where do you start from? That could be ambiguous. North. How would you start from north? Well, Nutella starts with N. What if you start from the south because that's where we came from well it's gonna change every time so it is ambiguous that doesn't work i think we just go with the end and the north and the nutella i'm gonna go up to the hedge you gotta ask the hedge are there flowers on the hedge are there yeah there's like some candied flowers uh taking my my staff in hand i'm gonna turn back to the party and i said well i do speak for the trees and i'm gonna cast speak with plants oh my god okay uh i'll say since you're casting it from the staff you don't need to roll for wild magic okay i'm gonna imbue the plants around us and you know in the 30 feet around us uh with the ability to commune um go hey hey there bud how's it going hi hey uh hey we need a little bit of help um can you point us in the right direction uh i'm not really sure you know i change around a lot so i can't really say one way or the other Um, and i'm just a flower just chilling right here so i don't really know what's outside of this you are you are um (laughs) where was the last place in the maze that you remember being 
uh, right here? I guess that's fair. You are a flower. I am a flower. I turn back to the group. All right, well, that plan has immediately <laughs> failed. <laughs> Carl looks like, so what did it say? Uh, we got the answer, right? It's north. Oh, cool. So we were right. Great. Yeah. Sweet. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, if the flower yeah. said so, we can't just like not go by that. They know that's best in this can't area. Can't not listen to the flower. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yep. That's what the flower said. Let's do it. All right, we'll follow the flower then. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys make your way through and Hopscotch is following behind you and you make your way through the North Passage and again, you continue on. It feels like it's getting a little bit darker, just a bit more coverage with the hedge, um, but you again hear plants moving around behind you and around you. Do I hear that flower that I that I animated? Bye-bye, buddy. Uh-huh. It gets quieter and quieter as you continue on and you make your way to another clearing. With, again, four paths, north, east, south, and west. And Hopscotch pulls out another roll of paper and looks at it. You go at red and stop at green. On a summer's day, I'm peachy keen. She rolls it up, tucks it away, and stands in the corner. Well, this immediately reminds me of... Well, why don't you just ask just ask one of the flowers? I could. Yeah, but, like, if, <laughs> why would we sit here and waste any brain power if we already have access to the answers, you know? Uh, three of the ten leaves that are on the staff have wilted at the use of the spell um we'll just use our brain power to solve this one <laughs> seems inefficient on red we go on green we also go and something about peaches great you go at red and stop at green on a summer's day i'm peachy keen so something about the reverse of something something uh, about we just you go at red and stop at green which makes me think that we might go back south but if we look at a stoplight where you would go and stop, it would be yellows in the middle and that stays consistent. This is the fifth grader challenge that we are it feeling is. miserable. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, but what fruit goes from red to green? Apples. And then I was thinking on, on like a summer's day in Peachy Key and I was thinking like an iced tea, but that doesn't work. I like the idea of going back south. Because, I mean, it's the reverse, right? You stop it, go, and collect $200 or something. So it's the reverse of whatever we just did, or... Yeah, maybe. You know, this one's tricky. I think just ask the flower. <laughs> I'm going to go up to the flower, and I'm going to make a big old stomp with my staff. I'm not going to cast a spell, but then I'm going to speak to the flower. <laughs> hey, buddy. And I'm going to put my ear up to it like it's whispering. <laughs> I think it's telling me that we head back south. What do you mean you think it's telling you? You seemed pretty clear last time. Yeah, well, Jimothy's a little bit, you know. Listen, we're we're here to trust the experts, and frankly, it hasn't trusted us this wrong this time, so I think we just go back south. Yeah, and I start walking back south. Uh, follow Cecil. I go up to the flower, and I go, Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Uh, seriously? You turn and you see Carlick whispering in your ear. Oh, Carlick! <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Um, that was incredible. You guys turn and begin walking south, and Hopscotch follows behind. Um, and everybody make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh. No. Is this is this a charm effect by any means? For dexterity? Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cecil, if we if we die right now, you're so fucked. Look, I, I'm flaming the flower. Uh, 18 for Cecil. 16 for Victoria. 
seven. So you guys are walking and you start to feel this rumbling behind you and you turn and you see an enormous watermelon rolling down and Cecil and Victoria manage to dive mostly out of the way, but still get caught by it a little bit. You. Brian and Carlick get hit with the full force of it. Uh, Brian and Carlick both take 20 damage. <gasps> Victoria and Cecil both take 10. This wouldn't happen to be radiant damage at all, would it? It's bludgeoning damage. Jesus fucking Dang. Christ. You go it. You eat it. You go it red and stop it green. It's a fucking watermelon. Oh. Why would the flower lie? Watermelon. We should have gone west. Why did the flower tell you the wrong direction? Can we go Cecil? west now? I don't know. I think these flowers are working against us. I, I we don't Damn, listen. That we don't listen flower, to flower man. We don't listen to anything else. Dude, they don't say. listen to any flowers. Can't listen to the flowers. I guess should we go back to where we were? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah, south yeah, was the yeah, right let's way head to go. Back. Let's head back. Can we? Like, or has it moved already? Uh, you turn and start to make your way back, and you come back to what appears to be the same clearing. Okay. That you were okay. At. So now we need to go west. Yeah, let's go west. Yeah, let's go west. All right, west it is, uh, and you guys move to the west as Hopscotch follows behind, and you start to hear greenery shifting around all of you, and uh, after a, a few minutes of walking, you come to another clearing, and Hopscotch pulls out a little sheet of paper. Toast me, clamp me, take your bite. Three pieces make me on a cold outdoor night. Some more. A s'more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A s'more. We go south. A s'more, yeah. Well, well. Toast me, Actually, clamp three pieces. me. Graham cracker. You toast me. You clamp me. True, you put it true. In a but you need like, mm-hmm. then you need, you need graham like graham four pieces. Actually, because you need like two Damn. pieces of graham cracker. We're and, going south, but it's three ingredients. Brian yeah. starts walking south. <laughs> uh, you guys head to the south. The greenery starts to kind of shift around you as it has been, but it's also starting to change a little bit. It's becoming a little bit less sweet in nature. You start to see less of these like candied flowers and it starts to become a little bit more naturalistic and again, darker, deeper colors as you continue. You reach another clearing and Hopscotch nods at you and she pulls out a piece of paper and she reads, rich, frothy, sweet to the taste, a holiday treat, too much becomes waste. Eggnog. 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 East. Yeah, east. We'll go east. I flip off hopscotch and I'm like, yeah, take that. That was quite rude, but very well. Uh, you make your way east and the greenery shifts and you start to hear animals scampering through as you continue further into this naturalistic part and you reach another clearing and she pulls out a sheet of paper. A sketchy treat with cinnamon hints. I'll also laugh at your expense. A sketchy treat? With cinnamon hints. When you, uh, something spicy. That something spicy and with cinnamon that you would laugh when it's too hot for somebody. I would think... I'm thinking like... A sketchy treat? Fireball. That's... Yeah. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. That's an F. Oh, whiskey. West. West. Are we sure? Yeah. Whiskey. It's it's got cinnamon hints. Uh, uh, yeah, I drink whiskey all the time, so I yeah, At absolutely. Your expense, yeah. I'm pretty familiar with. Okay, sure, Cecil. Let's go west. That's a very yeah. Riley riddle. Of course, he'd work fireball into this. He has to. It's a requirement. <laughs> um, you guys move to the west. I lean over to Brian. Hey, Brian. Yeah. We're men of the west. Okay. It's a Lord of the Rings reference. We don't talk about that in my house. No. I'm- <laughs> How'd it go last night? What? 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 I, I thought that... You, when I... 
I thought that you. Hold on, there's another clearing up here. We gotta hear a word. <laughs> we'll talk... What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll table this conversation. Everybody make me a charisma saving throw. No! no not with the. 17. 20. 24. Ooh. Okay. You continue to walk, but you hear this rustling around you, and you hear like these kind of giggles. <laughs> And all of a sudden, this swarm of sprites flies out and swirls around you, and this laughter fills your head. And you all passed, luckily, but you all take 10 psychic damage oh! as these things flutter around you. Oh. As these laughs fill your head, you kind of like clutch your head as you have this, like these migraines, and then the sprites disappear into the hedges, and you don't see them. Um, but everybody make me a perception check. 19. 7. 17. Uh, Brian and Victoria, you were able to kind of notice this as these things swirled around you, but they almost looked like they were made of cookies. Snickerdoodles. South. <sighs> yep. I mean, it's a cookie. It's cinnamon. What are you guys talking about? We almost, I mean, like, like we got a lot of things that buzzed by our face. Um, was that the hint? They were little sprites. And they were made of cookies, and the last time we got hurt, it's because we went the wrong direction. So I don't think we went the correct direction. I don't think whiskey was the right answer. You guys backtrack into the clearing as you guys are discussing this, uh, and Carly goes, uh, so do we do we want to try south? I don't know. Last time a watermelon came at us. This time a bunch of sprites came at us of cookies. Hold on, Brian, real quick. It looks like your arm is broken. I'm going to heal you up real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, Car- Carlick's like, uh, yeah, I can do a little oh, bit of healing yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a second level cure wounds. I'm fine. No, guys, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. take a deep breath <laughs> nice. and I snap your elbow back into place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we positive it's Snickerdoodle? Do we want to try it? I think, it's the only thing I can think about is cinnamon in a cookie. It has north, south, east, west. Yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, snickerdoodle. Do we want to try that? Yeah. Okay. You guys follow the path to the south, and you hear the greenery shift around you. <gasps> oh, thank God. At this point, there is no more sun. You guys are completely covered by this greenery and these, these hedges. Victoria takes off her Dodger's cap, puts it away. Yeah, that's right. Put that garbage away. <laughs> <laughs> and you reach uh, another clearing, and Hopscotch pulls out what looks to be her last little scroll. Ooh. Batter poured, pockets indented. A meal with me is syrup scented. Pancakes. No. Waffle, uh, no waffles. Waffles. West. Waffles. Pockets indented. Yeah. West. Yeah. All right. Let's go. And you make your way to the west, and you hear the greenery shift. We're on a roll, guys. The hedges start to kind of fade away, and you reach a room. It appears to be a kitchen. Oh, cool. I turn around. Is the hedge still behind us? The hedges are gone. Whoa. And Hopscotch is also gone. What? Where's Hopscotch? I'm immediately on alert. Uh, Roll me a perception check. 18. Uh. You don't see anything that seems threatening in this room. You kind of poke around. It doesn't seem like there's any false walls or like trap is going to be sprung. From what you can gather, it seems like Hopscotch did her job and has led you to this point. Okay. How many 
doors out of this? Uh, there are no doors in this room. You see there's a little table in the middle and an oven against the wall, as well as like a fridge and kind of a counter that acts as a preparation space. But it seems to be kind of in disrepair. It's kind of dim in here. And it seems like this has not been a room that has been attended to for a while. We are in a doorless room. But we're in a kitchen, so there's like cabinets and stuff around, right? Yeah. And Brian starts opening cabinets. Yeah, I'm going to help Brian look uh, around. Is there any food? Is there any... Everybody roll me an investigation check. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 24. 13. 12 for Cecil. Victoria and Cecil, you're kind of occupied with like, where's the door? What's going on? Um, But Brian quickly gets to work and just starts opening drawers and peeking in things. Um, Cecil, you see there doesn't seem to be any food or anything you see like some spices in one of the cabinets and that sort of thing and you see some cooking tools here and there but doesn't seem to be any actual food brian you find a few things um you're turning the place upside down more than anything at one point you grab a frying pan that's on the oven and you are looking at it and you look on the bottom and you see an inscription on it to ronnie the best cook in all of the cafeteria love ariel on the bottom of this frying pan. Ronnie. So you find that frying pan, and then you also are peeking around, and you open the oven, and you see it is not an oven, but a portal. <gasps> you open the oven, and you you see a completely different landscape inside the oven. What landscape do I see? Uh, it appears to be a desert, a very arid climate, but you see through it, that pretty close to where this portal is uh, appears to be a structure. I'm going to grab like a spice off the spice rack. I'm going to throw it into the oven. Okay. You toss a bottle of paprika through the oven and you see it land in the, the sand on the other side. I'm holding, up, I'm holding up the pan and I just walk over to the other two. And I'm like, you guys, we don't need a door. Look, I show them the pan. And I go, I don't know who Ronnie is, but look! And I run over to the oven, open the oven, and I show it to him. Oh, neat. Um, what time of day is it there? It looks to be like sunset. You see like an orange sky and some shade over the sand. Y'all have Red Hansel and Gretel, right? Yeah. Yeah. The kids literally <laughs> get cooked in an oven. Yeah. We're just willingly going to toss ourselves into an oven. No, I know what you're saying, but also, Ariel did say things are not always as they seem, so that's an astute observation, but, like, literally, it's just an oven that leads to outside. I would just like to point out, of all the people in this room to be having a a moment of lack of trust... It should be, Brian. I feel like, you know, we're fine, so we should just go in the desert. All right. Then you go first, Brian. Okay. Brian goes through the oven. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you guys see Brian crawl through this oven, uh, and Brian, you roll out the other side and into this sandy desert. And Brian, once you go through, uh, you do not see where you came from. (gasps) Um, You are alone in this desert. I start yelling into into the area where I came from, and I'm like, hey, guys, it's fine. And Victoria and Cecil, you can see Brian on the other side. <laughs> hey, guys, you can jump. Hey, Cecil, we should. Guys! 
totally like check out all the pantry space and see if there's check this out i'm gonna reach my hand into the oven and i'm gonna i'm gonna stick my middle finger out (laughs) (laughs) brian you see a floating hand giving you the bird victoria's gonna open the pantries and like the covers real quick see if there's any like it's good um you did see one thing that looked a little bit different a little pot that had a a small little shoot of a plant growing out of it. Uh, And roll me a d6. Four. Four. You see there are four little orange sparkling leaves growing off of this shoot. She's gonna open her bag and find like something maybe like leftover lunch container really nice some tupperware. tupperware yeah and find something that she could really gingerly put it in mm-hmm. and she's gonna keep it and put it back in her backpack okay i want to reach for cecil's hand can i grab it yeah yeah but my, 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 my figure's just still out there great i'll pull his wrist towards me yank him make a contested athletics check nice <laughs> <laughs> oh great that was a two that's a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> In the weakest tug of war that has ever been. Would you get into a little bit of a slap fight? Cecil is achingly slowly pulled through this oven and collapses on top of Brian in the sand. Like a dog trying to pull a stick through uh, yes. like a gate. My staff just keeps hitting the walls of the <laughs> oven. And then finally you get the right angle and pull Cecil yeah. through. See, I told you it'd be fine. Well, Carlick, you want to go for it? I mean, we have nowhere else to go, so... Yeah. All right, and he dives through the oven. Victoria's gonna back up a little bit, and she's gonna get, like, a running start, and she's gonna pull a Willy Wonka, and she's gonna try a somersault through. Okay, roll me an acrobatics check. Yeah. You're gonna smack your face onto the paneling. It's gonna be great. No, I know! 21! Victoria pulls a perfect somersault (laughs) as she dive rolls through the oven, uh, and the four of you guys are... In the middle of this sunset-stricken desert. Cool. Well, I got us some non-perishables that weren't left. Um, shall we? Uh, journey forth. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm gonna try and look at the structure that's ahead of us. Does this appear to be a mirage? Yeah. Can we <gasps> tell? Give me a perception Ooh. check. That's a dirty twenty. Okay. Uh, Cecil, you look at it and you think of what Ariel and Hopscotch told you and you think this is probably Puck's castle. (laughs) They wouldn't make a portal into the middle of nowhere. I don't know how public transportation works in this place. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's the I guess that's the spot. Um, Cool. Is it just literally open desert? There aren't any like pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. What is the sand made out of? Sand? Yeah, but you know how all the other courts have had, like, That could be the spice. You look at the sand, and you pick it up, and you realize it is very small granules of cayenne pepper. (gasps) Ooh, cool. I pick up a small fistful, and I throw it at Cecil's face. Ah! (laughs) And I say, that's for flipping the finger. Um, (laughs) Now he's an animal. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Someone roll a d4. Go to. A weasel. <laughs> oh. Uh, I immediately get like half buried in the sand. Oh, 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 oh. I pick him up and I- Dude, that did on- not be good for your skin. I put him on the back of Carlick's neck. Um, Tiny weasel Cecil is holding a little stick. Oh. <laughs> it's a staff. <laughs> That's so cute. Carlick looks and goes, so are we going to go- Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, we kind of have to. Let's do it. Yeah, you guys walk across the sand and it's it's like maybe a five minute walk. You're pretty close and you approach. You see that this structure almost appears to be like a compound of sorts. Uh, it's like a lot of tent looking structures uh, that are all sort of connected together in the midst of this desert. There appears to be like one kind of entrance and there's like a little bell next to it. We've met frog people, cat people. Is this the rabbit one? Oh, yeah. Those are the guys that, that like These are the me. rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hang on to your coin purses, everybody. And she rings the bell. You ring the bell. There's sort of like a cloth covering to the entrance. Uh, and after a few seconds, you see it roll up and you do see two rabbit people. But then in between them, you look down and you see a little goblin uh, that's standing there. It has like a shock of bright red hair that's tucked underneath like a little newsboy cap. Um, and he has like a, a little vest and he also wears a little red ascot. And he looks up at you guys, tips, your, tips his hat and he goes, hey, how's it going? The name's Puck. Hi. Hey. Nice to meet you. We yeah. were sent by your sister. Ariel. Oh, you. Oh, Ariel sent you. Oh, yeah. Love the girl. How's she doing? Oh, How's she she's doing? doing so good. Like, honestly, she's so great. She can kind of be a handful, but, you know, you got to love her. Got to love her. We've heard the same about you, though. So. Oh, We've heard oh. good, fun things oh, hopefully, about you. Hopefully good rumors. Hopefully good rumors. Oh, yeah. So uh, you want to you want to come in? If that's OK. I got dinner being made right now. Do you oh, want to you want to come in and grab a bite? That's really generous of you insight check okay let's go 19 uh yeah he seems to be telling the truth that he's he's having dinner made at the moment he wants some some fun guests to to come in and hang out with him great yeah yeah we're down yeah come on in he turns and you guys start to follow him through this kind of canvassed uh area yeah man i'm i've just been starving all day and so i'm very excited to get some food. What you what you having? I'm so curious. We've been one of our favorite things about touring the the different you know areas is is the the palette of each. Uh, and, and like, what do you what do you have? Oh yeah, we're doing tacos. Oh, tacos! Great. Yeah, nice. big old spread. Best part, best part's always the salsa. Can't wait for the salsa. Come on in, come on in. And he leads you guys through. You walk into uh, sort of it. It feels a lot more simple. And um, kind of mundane compared to the other courts that you've been in. And he comes to another cloth covering uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, right, right this way. And it rolls up uh, and the two rabbit guards kind of gesture for you guys to enter. Um, I would love to, if possible. I'd love to see if I could weasel my way <laughs> uh, down Carlick and uh, stealthily follow the group. Okay, uh, roll me a stealth check. Wow, that is a natural 20, actually. Oh my god. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it is. Uh, so that's a 25 total. Okay, the, the rest of the group walks through this tent flap, and you slide down Karlik. The Mission Impossible theme is running through my head. Right, exactly. So you hide in the corner as the rest of them walk through, and the tent flap rolls closed behind you, and... You look around and it's a pretty open area that you're in. You see there are like five, what almost appear to be like mini oases of just like this greenery and these bushes that are scattered around this area. And you turn and you realize that 
Puck didn't walk in behind you guys. And you look at these bushes and you see five drakes each crawl out of one of these bushes. And you look up and you're in almost like a sort of arena. And Puck looks down at you guys and goes, well, let's make some salsa. And with that, class is dismissed. Oh you son of a gun. I knew it. I could sense it. I could smell it. I was like, no. Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see a five-star review from you and a comment on whatever platform you're listening on, and we'd love it even more if you would share it with a friend. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is, as always, done by the incredibly, infinitely talented Carlina Alvarez. A link to her stuff is in the description as well. Check it out. I promise you won't regret it. Until next time, I just want to say a quick apology for how long it's been since the last session. Things have been kind of crazy with all of our lives recently, but we've absolutely loved getting to come back to this. And just want to encourage anyone that's listening right now that if you're having a tough time going after what you want, keep at it. I've been finding recently that it always pays to follow your passion. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next session. It appears to be a lot of that similar sort of peppermint chocolate bark walls and um and uh what's the word hmm floors uh yeah inside whatever uh <laughs> and pillars there's candy there's can there's sweet candy there's there's, there's lots uh, of candy around sweet candy yeah. <laughs> lots of sweet candy yeah you know improv some cake uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know just, yeah just, uh, use your imagination damn it yeah exactly <laughs>